From the movie house to your widescreen at home, Radio 111's Going to the Cinema and the streaming services on Flicks and Picks with Brian Mendoza. So grab your popcorn and beverage of choice and step into our screening room for our weekly forum on film. Now, here's Brian. Welcome back to Flicks and Picks. I am so excited to talk about Sonic the Hedgehog 2. You know what? I, I was I was thinking to myself, why am I so excited to see Sonic 2? I really was. I had seen the original Sonic movie uh, when it came out, and I thought it was it was fine. It was a pretty good movie. Pretty good. I everyone knows the arc of that 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 movie went through um for those of you who don't remember that movie had a really terrible trailer with a really horrible design for the character of sonic and the marketing was just really bad um they had gangster's paradise which is a song that is good on its own but didn't really fit with sonic so um if you were to look back at that trailer you would think you know what this has the makings of a really bad movie and there's no way it's connected to sonic 2 by any means and then they redid the design and then they went ahead and redid the marketing by actually putting really good songs in there like supersonic which actually fit believe it or not it's it's one of those things where like rap music and hip-hop music can actually work for your trailer and for your children's media i don't know if sonic would count as children's media i wouldn't count it but i've met lots of children who love sonic so we'll say that children's focused media I get it that some people don't like rap and hip-hop music in those types of films, but you know what? It works when you have the right song, just like any genre of music. So just a little tangent on that part. But Sonic the Hedgehog 2, that one, I actually was really excited about. I honestly could not tell you why. I guess it's... I guess I can speculate that I'm excited because of all the things that they're throwing in there. The fact that they're finally just sort of embracing the Sonic lore. Now, I, you know how I wasn't a fan of Uncharted, so I didn't really get the movie as well. So a lot of people in real life were telling me, well, you know, this you're kind of right about this. You're kind of off about this because that was in the video game. And I had to ask a lot of questions to a few people before doing my review but I didn't get a lot of clear answers because a lot of people were telling me so many things that I was like, oh God, like, I don't know who's who in the movie and I don't have a frame of reference for the, from the video game. So I am one of those people that, that I had a hard time with Uncharted, not just because I think it was a mediocre movie. I had a hard time reviewing it because I don't have a framework for the video game. But in this case, Sonic, I've played a lot of Sonic games, very honestly. And I'm going to be honest with you, I don't really think that I am a video gamer by any means. I just think I'm one of those people that I enjoy a video game, I dig it, I play it, and then I move on. I don't own a gaming system right now, but I've played a lot of Sonic games in the past. I've played one of the, Genes I played one of the Sega Genesis games. Um, I even played some of the Dreamcast games and the games that they went over when they went over to the GameCube, like Sonic Heroes. So I've played a few Sonic games, but the one Sonic game that I remember really hating was Sonic the Hedgehog from 2006. That was really bad. I would definitely recommend you never playing that game. So if you want to play some Sonic games before you go in there, um, maybe just Sonic 2 or Sonic and Knuckles, those would be the ones that I definitely recommend as the frame of reference if you want to play something. There's many ports online. Go ahead and find one that's safe for your computer. But 
I do have a frame of reference. So for me, when I saw the post credit scene of Sonic, the first one, and they featured the character of, well, I'm, I'm going to go ahead and spoil it because you've already seen Sonic 1. I'm This review is going to be done under the assumption that you've seen the first Sonic. And so therefore, Sonic 2 is spoiler free in this review, but Sonic 1 it's all on the cards, baby. All on the table, as they would say. But Sonic 2, Sonic 1 had this really solid end credits where they featured the character of Tails, who is this flying uh, two-tailed fox. Someone called it a Kitsune, but I don't know if that would be right because I guess Kitsune means fox in Japanese, but I don't know. Kitsune, I, from my understanding, Kitsune is a little bit more of a complicated concept for Western uh, interpretations of Japanese lore so don't don't quote me on that uh, shout out to that person who pointed that out but the film's finale was actually like pretty compelling like it, it got me thinking wow they could actually integrate the Sonic universe pretty well into the story because the first Sonic movie was certainly just a CGI buddy human buddy movie right so it was a pretty cliched movie I would say I certainly don't think it's like the worst film that I've ever seen. I would say that if anything, it wasn't a Sonic film in the sense that we didn't have any of the Sonic mythology in there. And I think Sonic 2 does a really good job of like doing that. And because they introduced some story elements from the actual video game. So Sonic 2's premise is basically Sonic and his new friend Tails have to go protect the Master Emerald from two characters who have different, who team up and have different goals as to what they want to do with the Master Emerald. They have Dr. Robotnik played by Jim Carrey who wants to use it for the ultimate power and you have Knuckles who is tasked to protect it from other people but let's just say that Knuckles and Dr. Robotnik don't exactly let's say see eye to eye as you can tell and things sort of change later on. Now Sonic has always had this interesting story with the master emerald and the different colorful characters that they have like tails is this inventor slash flying fox knuckles is this uh Ikenda warrior who's always talking about honor and then recently in the video games they went out of their way to feature him as sort of like a dumbass like not even an interesting character anymore so i am glad that the idris elba version of this character um, is actually like a really compelling character. I'm, I was really excited to see him um, on screen. And to be honest with you, he would be a really good candidate for a TV show. And guess what? Paramount Plus is actually doing a TV show spinoff of Knuckles. So I am glad to see that Knuckles and Tails are both in this universe now because I was a little worried when I saw the first Sonic movie. I was like, you know what? how would they integrate this world of Sonic from their video games, this colorful, bright world with like Earth, right? Like the the mundaneness of a buddy a road trip movie that the first one was. And in this time they decided, you know what? The human elements are no longer needed. I think they wanted to have humans in the first movie because they wanted the humans to sort of be a, st a starting point for any newcomers, but guess what? I don't think you needed that. I think you actually needed just to feature the cartoon characters, the Sonic characters just is. Because it, it works. It honestly works by itself. And I understand that they still need to feature these human characters, but I'm going to be honest with you. These human characters played by James Marsden, they are not 
on let's say they are not a priority anymore they are on borrowed time i get it they have to be there because we have to have a storyline with them because they were in the first one so it wouldn't make sense to like ditch them but it seems like every time the sonic um adaptations like sonic x or any sonic adaptation that features human characters in them especially ones that are friends with sonic they always try to do that where sonic just is so compelling by himself that the human characters just don't matter and for me at least i feel like we're getting to a point where we're no longer going to need them because they're just so they're side characters now and i get it i get that we need human characters because there's this notion that sonic and his friends are not compelling enough on their own but they are so i do want to argue that if sonic 3 comes out that they just sort of leave the human characters off to the side and they put the colorful creatures front and center again because they when they did it this time it actually worked so tails being sonic's friend and knuckles being a frenemy to put it lightly the sort of like not really going to be your enemy but not really your friend sort of vibe that he puts off now those characters work really well together with sonic because they've had like 30 years of a video game to work well together now i've seen the first movie once or twice just because i wanted to give myself like a buffered remember stuff I think that that human friendship with James Marsden was fine for that movie, but we definitely needed this movie to have this friendship between the three of them, or just in general, just to have something that has had years and years and decades of like familiarity. So there's already built up to it. And even within the movie, it works. And I think that if you're not a gamer and you're reluctant to go see Sonic 2, you're going to be surprised by a lot of the sweetness that it has. Like, there is a lot of sweetness between these characters, and there's a lot of good humor, especially from Jim Carrey and all these characters who are just so good at telling jokes. And it's, and I've heard some people say this is, like, the first time they've seen a, a comedy geared towards children that actually had some really good adult jokes. And honestly, that's why I'm reluctant to even call it, like, a children's comedy because of the fact that it has such good adult humor in it, like, better adult humor than I've seen from so-called adult comedies, right? And I will say that it actually features, like, a really fun performance from Jim Carrey. Now, Jim Carrey may annoy, may not annoy some people, but guess what? It didn't annoy me, so I'm okay with that. I'm okay with that, but I, I think he can be funny. I, I can certainly see why some fans may not think his Robotnik is all that great because Robotnik is supposed to be sort of intimidating slash funny and he's more emphasis on the funny but I do think that there is something there about Jim Carrey playing the character and I'm glad that he's there I'm glad that he's playing the character I, I'm not sure if he's going to actually retire so I do want to bring in the context of this review so if you listen to this review years later just understand that Jim Carrey may actually retire from playing the role, but he has stated in interviews that he's open to the third one or that he's interested in a third one. But I'm hoping that he doesn't at least retire early enough to not have the third movie uh, signed up. I think he would make a big mistake not signing up, especially considering some of the stuff that's in the post credits. Now there is a post credit scene. I'm more of a mid credit scene that actually establishes uh, the return of a certain character from the video games and Robotnik is very important for that character's development. I feel like I'm going to spoil that, but I'm trying really hard to say that Jim Carrey is going to be a very interesting absent. Is going to have an interesting absence. 
I'm trying to figure out the best way to put it. Like, it's going to be a noteworthy absence if he does not show up in the third movie, which would be very disappointing in my opinion. But I think this movie is a pretty co- confident, colorful movie. I think that there's a lot of good stuff in it. I am especially glad that the voice actors, the three principal voice actors, Ben Schwartz, Colleen, and Idris Elba, that they were actually able to be center stage and actually have like real a real storyline with those characters and i'm glad that the film has the confidence to finally just let the sonic characters just live and thrive in this world because i'm excited to see what they're going to do with the knuckles tv show and i'm excited to see what they're going to do in the third movie overall i'd say it's a three-star movie there are some pacing issues there's this wedding subplot that doesn't really go anywhere not happy about it and the human characters you know just get rid of them entirely they're not interesting anymore but idris elba ben schwartz colleen and jim carrey are well worth the price of admission and i definitely loved it so go ahead and go watch it it's a three star movie three out of four i liked it i think i'm more of a i'm gonna be a supporter of this movie so please definitely go see sonic 2 it's actually a fun time even if you're not a gamer you'll have a good time with it but hey if you are a gamer you'll especially have a great time with it Thank you.